welcome to today's episode of the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 27 of season 2 with me, Rob Linzel. And today we're going to start by looking at Luke chapter 22, verses 41 and 42. He walked away, about a stone's throw, and knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Surrender. What are you willing to surrender? As I start episode 27 of season 2 of the Hope and Coffee podcast, I find myself asking this question. Jesus was willing to surrender to the Father's will, to sacrifice his life for me, for us. But what are we willing to surrender Are we willing to surrender every part of our lives to God? Stephen Furtick of Elevation Church once asked, Do you keep secret corners to yourself? God, I'm going to trust you this much, but not that much. God, I'm going to give you this part, but not that part. God, I'm going to let you in here, but I'm going to fake it over here. The part of your heart that you don't give God becomes enemy-held territory, and that's where doubt takes over, that's where fear takes over, that's why you can't seem to get your mind straight, because you gave God's territory to your enemy. Is that not what we do though? We let God in, yet we set restrictions. Paul the Apostle once wrote, when I am weak, he is strong. We so often compare surrender to weakness, but God is so much bigger. God will use our weaknesses. So I ask again, what are you willing to surrender? Will it be parts or will you go all in? Now, I admit I am not that strong. I am not that good at this. I have made many mistakes. I have been foolish and arrogant. I have proclaimed the Lord and yet kept him at arm's length. But I don't want to live like that. I want my God to be in control, to go all in. When I was younger, I heard my friend Ali Economides say, during a talk, the most dangerous prayer you can say is the prayer Jesus prayed on the way to Jerusalem. Not my will, but yours. And what Andy said next, stuck with me ever since. Be careful what you pray for, you may just get it. Are you ready? Am I ready to truly surrender? Let's look at Romans chapter 6 verses 6 to 7. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. Jesus not only surrendered to death, he surrendered to sin, our sin. He was blameless, he was perfect, he was without sin. Yet he took our sin upon himself, that we might be free. And if Jesus was willing to surrender in this way for us, what are we willing to surrender for him? When we commit to the Lord, as I did 30 years ago, 
we are surrendering our lives to God. We are dying to sin and being reborn in the resurrection. Although we are in the world, we are not of the world. We commit to live holy lives, to surrender our will to God. Yet, do we ever truly surrender? Do we give away every part of our lives to God? It's not easy. I struggle. I try to keep parts of myself to me. But the truth is that my life belongs to God. I long to be all that God wants me to be, to be able to truly say God has all of me. But it's an ongoing journey. It's a daily battle within to be able to truly say God, not my will, but yours. Now, let us look together at John chapter 15, verses 1 to 7. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Now here in John's Gospel, we join Jesus as he is talking to his disciples. And here Jesus tells them that he is the true vine. Now, this was spoken over me quite a while ago at church as a word from God, yet I never truly got what it meant until now. In verse 4 it says, No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. And in order to bear fruit, like Jesus, we must surrender our will to God. And here Jesus likens God to the gardener. He cuts off the branches that bear no fruit, and he prunes the ones that do, so that they can then bear even more fruit. Now I don't know about you, but I want to be a vine that bears fruit. I don't want to be a vine that is cut away and burnt for not bearing fruit. But again, I say it's hard. Our very nature is to be in control. We find it hard to relinquish that control. It is not called faith without reason. It takes complete trust to surrender and faith that it will be okay. In fact, it's much like those trust exercises that we sometimes do at work or that are shown to us as demonstrations of faith. But let us explore deeper about surrendering. And let's look at Genesis chapter 22, verses 2 to 14. Then God said, Take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. 
sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. Early the next morning Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey, while I and the boy go over there. We will worship, and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar, on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God, because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there in the thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. Now I don't usually use such long passages during an episode of Hope and Coffee. But I really felt that this one was appropriate and that God wanted me to use it. Because here we have a true man of faith, Abraham, who was willing to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, who was willing to surrender to God's will. He does as God commands and he goes on a journey to the mountain appointed by God, with Isaac and two servants in tow. When he arrives, he gets ready to sacrifice Isaac on the altar he builds. Then God stops him and provides a ram for the offering instead. Now, what an incredible example of surrendering to God completely, even being willing to sacrifice his only son. And again, I ask, what are you willing to surrender? Are we willing to be like Abraham? Not that God would ask us to sacrifice our only child. Sacrifices were an atonement for sin, and that is a price that Jesus paid for us. Praise God. But to have that level of trust, to be willing to do literally anything for God, could we do it? Better still, the question should be, how? Let's now look together at Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6. So as I begin to bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close, I turn to the book of Proverbs, where we are told to trust in the Lord, 
but not just to trust in the Lord, but to trust in the Lord with all our heart. Yet more than this, we are not to trust in our own understanding, but to submit to the Lord in all our ways, and he will make our paths straight. In other words, we need to surrender. But as I said at the start, Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, For when I feel my weakness and endure mistreatment, when I'm surrounded with troubles on every side and face persecution because of my love for Christ, I am made yet stronger, for my weakness becomes a portal to God's power. Now that is taken from the Passion Translation of the Bible, which I love. I really love how the Passion translates it and puts it this way. My weakness becomes a portal to God's power. Surrender may or may not possibly be weakness. But if it's weakness, it is when God moves in power. There's a thought. I'm going to leave it there. But I'm going to leave it, as always, with a challenge. And again, as yesterday, the challenge is as much for me as it is for you. Because the challenge is this. Surrender to God completely. Let us pray. Father God, I just thank you that in our weakness, you find strength. And Father God, as I looked at surrender today, and as I spoke about surrender, I just really felt like it was such an important message to get across. And I just pray for myself and for my brothers and sisters in Christ that we would truly find the courage to surrender to you completely, to let you into every part of our hearts, into every part of our lives, to truly surrender and trust in you. Father, give us the courage and the strength to be as Jesus was. Help us to pray and mean the words, not my will, but yours. In the name of Jesus.